0: Shalom and welcome to Daily Bread for Busy Moms, a daily podcast where we read you the whole Bible in a year based on the weekly Torah portions. My name is Johanna and I'm your reader today. Today is Friday the 25th of November and on the Hebrew calendar we have just entered the first day of the month Kislev. And um, according to tradition, this is the official beginning of winter in the Holy Land that can be found in Bava Matsya 106b. This week, our parasha, or portion from the Torah, is called Toldot, which means generations. And today we'll be reading Genesis 27, 28 through 28, 4. Before we begin our readings this morning, let's take a moment to bless God and thank him for giving us his word. Blessed are you, Lord our God, King of the universe, who gives the Torah of truth and the good news of salvation to his people Israel and all peoples, through his Son, Yeshua the Messiah, our Master. God give you of the dew of heaven, of the fatness of the earth, and plenty of grain and new wine. Let people serve you, and nations bow down to you. Be Lord over your brothers, and let your mother's sons bow down to you. Cursed be everyone who curses you, and blessed be everyone who blesses you. As soon as Yitzhak had finished blessing Yaakov, And Yaakov had just gone out from the presence of Yitzhak, his father. Esav, his brother, came in from his hunting. He also made savory food and brought it to his father. And he said to his father, Let my father arise and eat some of his son's game, so that your soul may bless me. Yitzhak, his father, said to him, Who are you? He said, I am your son, your firstborn, Esav. Then Yitzhak trembled violently and said, Who was it then that hunted game and brought it to me, and I have eaten of all before you came, and have blessed him? Yes, he will be blessed. When Esav heard the words of his father, he cried out with an exceedingly great and bitter cry, and said to his father, Bless me, even me also, my father. And he said, Your brother came with deceit and has taken away your blessing. Then he said, Is he not rightly named Yaakov? For he has supplanted me these two times. He took away my birthright. See, now he has taken away my blessing. Then he said, Have you not reserved a blessing from me? Yitzhak answered Esav, Behold, I have made him your lord, and all his brothers I have given to him for servants. I have sustained him with grain and new wine. What then will I do for you, my son? Esav said to his father, Do you have just one blessing, my father? Bless me, even me also, my father. And Esav lifted up his voice and wept. Itzhak, his father answered him, Behold, your dwelling will be for the fatness of the earth and of the dew of heaven from above. You will live by your sword and you will serve your brother. It will happen when you grow restless that you will shake his yoke from your neck. So Isav hated Yaakov because of the blessing with which his father blessed him. And Esav said in his heart, The days of mourning for my father are at hand. Then I will kill my brother Yaakov. And the words of Esav, her elder son, were told to Rivka. She sent and called Yaakov, her younger son, and said to him, Behold, your brother Isav comforts himself about you by planning to kill you. Now therefore, my son, obey my voice. Arise, Flee to Lavan, my brother, in Haran. Stay with him a few days until your brother's fury turns away, until your brother's anger turns away from you and he forgets what you have done to him. Then I will send and get you from there. Why should I be bereaved of you both in one day? Rivka said to Itzhak. I am weary of my life because of the daughters of Chet. If Yaakov takes a wife of the daughters of Chet, such as these, of the daughters of the land, what good will my life do me? Yitzchak called Yaakov, blessed him, and commanded him, You shall not take a wife of the daughters of Canaan. Arise, go to Padana Ram, to the house of Betuel, your mother's father. Take a wife from there, from the daughters of Lavan, your mother's brother. May El Shaddai bless you and make you fruitful and multiply you, that you may be a company of peoples and give you the blessing of Avraham to you and to your seed with you, that you may inherit the land where you travel, which God gave to Avraham. That was Genesis 27, 28 through 28, 4. And now our reading for Rosh Chodesh for the new moon is Numbers 28, verses 11 through 15. At each Rosh Chodesh you shall offer a burnt offering to the Lord, two young bulls, one ram, seven male lambs a year old, without blemish, and three-tenths of an ephah of fine flour for a grain offering mixed with oil for each bull, and 2 parts of fine flour for a grain offering mixed with oil for the one-ram, and one-tenth part of fine flour mixed with oil for a grain offering to every lamb, as a burnt offering of a pleasant aroma, an offering made by fire to the Lord. Their drink offerings shall be half a hen of wine for a bull, the third part of a hen for the ram, and the fourth part of a hen for a lamb. This is the burnt offering of every Rosh Chodesh throughout the months of the year. Also, one male goat for a sin offering to the Lord shall be offered, in addition to the continual burnt offering and its drink offering. That was Numbers 28, 11 through 15. And now our portion from the Prophets is Judges 20. And once again, if you don't want your little ones hearing about this story, I mentioned it yesterday, and this sort of continues and mentions it again, describes the events, I just recommend that you put earbuds in or just don't listen to it next to your littler ones. Then all the sons of Israel went out, and the congregation was assembled as one man, from Dan to Be'er Sheva, with the land of Gilad, to the Lord at Mitzbah. And the chiefs of all the people, even of all the tribes of Israel, presented themselves in the assembly of the people of God. Four hundred thousand footmen who drew sword. Now the children of Binyamin heard that the sons of Israel had gone up to Mitzvah. And the sons of Israel said, Tell us, how did this wickedness happen? The Levite, the husband of the woman who was murdered, answered and said, I came into Giva that belongs to Binyamin. I and my concubine to spend the night. And the men of Giva rose against me and surrounded the house by night. They intended to kill me, and they raped my concubine, and she is dead. I took my concubine and cut her in pieces, and sent her throughout all the country of the inheritance of Israel, for they have committed lewdness and folly in Israel. Behold, you sons of Israel, all of you, give here your advice and counsel. Then all the people arose as one man, saying, None of us will go to his tents. Neither will any of us turn to his house. But now this is the thing which we will do to Giva. We will go up against it by lot, and we will take ten men of one hundred throughout all the tribes of Israel, and one hundred of one thousand, and a thousand out of ten thousand, to get food for the people, that they may do when they come to Giva of Benjamin according to all the folly that the men of Givah had done in Israel. So all the men of Israel were gathered against the city, knit together as one man. And the tribes of Israel sent men through all the tribe of Binyamin, saying, What wickedness is this that has happened among you? Now therefore deliver up the men, the wicked fellows who are in Givah, that we may put them to death and put away evil from Israel. But Binyamin would not listen to the voice of their brothers, the sons of Israel. The children of Binyamin gathered themselves together out of the cities to Givan to go out to battle against the sons of Israel. And the children of Binyamin were counted on that day out of the cities, twenty-six thousand men who drew the sword, in addition to the inhabitants of Giv'an, who were counted 700 chosen men. Among all these soldiers, there were 700 chosen men who were left-handed. Every one of them could sling a stone at a hare and not miss. And the men of Israel, besides Binyamin, were counted 400,000 men who drew the sword— All these were men of war. The sons of Israel arose, went up to El, and asked counsel of God. And they asked, Who shall go up for us first to battle against the children of Benjamin? Then the Lord said, Yehudah first. Then the sons of Israel rose up in the morning and camped against Givan. The men of Israel went out to battle against Binyamin, and the men of Israel set the battle in array against them at Giv'ah. Then the children of Binyamin came out of Giv'ah and on that day destroyed 22,000 of the Israelite men down to the ground. But the people, the men of Israel, encouraged themselves and set the battle again in array in the place where they set themselves in array the first day. The sons of Israel went up and wept before the Lord until evening, and they asked the Lord, saying, Shall I again draw near to battle against the children of Binyamin, my brother? The Lord said, Go up against him. The sons of Israel came near against the children of Binyamin the second day, and Binyamin went out against them, out of Giv'an the second day, and destroyed down to the ground of the sons of Israel again eighteen thousand men, and these drew the sword. Then all the sons of Israel and all the people went up and came to Bethel and wept and sat there before the Lord and fasted that day until evening. Then they offered burnt offerings and peace offerings before the Lord. And the sons of Israel asked the Lord, For the ark of the covenant of God was there in those days. And Pinchas, the son of Elazar, the son of Aharon, stood before it in those days, saying, Shall I yet again go out to battle against the children of Binyamin, my brother, or shall I seize? The Lord said, Go up. For tomorrow I will deliver him into your hand. Then Israel set ambushes all around Giv'ah, and the sons of Israel went up against the children of Binyamin on the third day and set themselves in array against Giv'ah as at other times. The children of Binyamin went out against the people and were drawn away from the city, and they began to strike and kill of the people as at other times in the highways, of which one goes up to Bethel and the other to Giv'ah, in the field, about thirty men of Israel. And the children of Binyamin said, They are struck down before us as at the first. But the sons of Israel said, Let us flee and draw them away from the city to the highways. All the men of Israel rose up out of their place, and set themselves in array at Baal Tamar. Then the ambushes of Israel broke out of their place, even out of Mahregeva. Ten thousand chosen men out of all Israel came over against Givah, and the battle was severe. But they did not know that disaster was close to them. And the Lord struck Binyamin before Israel, and the sons of Israel destroyed of Binyamin that day 25,100 men. All these drew the sword. So the children of Binyamin saw that they were struck, for the men of Israel yielded to Binyamin because they trusted the ambushers whom they had set against Givah. Then the ambushers hurried and rushed on Givah. Then the ambushers spread out and struck all the city with the edge of the sword. Now the appointed sign between the men of Israel and the ambushers was that they should make a great cloud of smoke rise up out of the city. The men of Israel turned in the battle, and Benjamin began to strike and kill of the men of Israel about thirty persons, for they said, Surely they are struck down before us as in the first battle. But when the cloud began to arise up out of the city in a pillar of smoke, the Benjamites looked behind them, and behold, the whole city went up in smoke to the sky. The men of Israel turned, and the men of Binyamin were dismayed, for they saw that disaster had come on them. Therefore they turned their backs before the men of Israel to the way of the wilderness, But the battle followed hard after them, and those who came out of the cities destroyed them in the middle of it. And they surrounded the Benjamites, chased them, and trod them down at their resting place, as far as near Giv'an toward the sunrise. Eighteen thousand men of Benjamin fell. All these were men of valor. They turned and fled toward the wilderness, to the Rock of Limon. They gleaned 5,000 men of them in the highways, and followed hard after them to Gidom, and struck 2,000 men of them. So that all who fell that day of Binyamin were 25,000 men who drew the sword. All these were men of valor. But 600 men turned and fled toward the wilderness, to the Rock of Limon, and stayed in the Rock of Limon four months. And the men of Israel turned again on the children of Benjamin and struck them with the edge of the sword, including the entire city, the livestock, and all that they found. Moreover, they set all the cities which they found on fire. That was Judges, or Shoftim, chapter 20. And now for our portion from the writings. Today it is Psalm 42 and Psalm 43. For the chief musician, a maskil by the sons of Korah. As the deer pants for the water brooks, so my soul pants after you, God. My soul thirsts for God, for the living God. When shall I come and appear before God? My tears have been my food day and night while they continually ask me, Where is your God? These things I remember, and pour out my soul within me, how I used to go with the crowd and led them to the house of God, with the voice of joy and praise, a multitude keeping a holy day. Why are you in despair, my soul? Why are you disturbed within me? Hope in God, for I shall still praise him for the saving help of his presence." My God, my soul is in despair within me. Therefore I remember you from the land of the Yerden, the heights of Hermon, from the hill Mitzal. Deep calls to deep at the noise of your waterfalls. All your waves and your billows have swept over me. The Lord will command his loving kindness in the daytime. In the night his song shall be with me. A prayer to the God of my life. I will ask God, my rock, why have you forgotten me? Why do I go mourning because of the oppression of the enemy? As with a sword in my bones, my adversaries reproach me, while they continually ask me, where is your God? Why are you in despair, my soul? Why are you disturbed within me? Hope in God, for I shall still praise him the saving help of my countenance and my God. Vindicate me, O God, and plead my cause against an ungodly nation. O deliver me from deceitful and wicked men. For you are the God of my strength. Why have you rejected me? Why do I go mourning because of the oppression of the enemy? Send out your light and your truth. Let them lead me. Let them bring me to your holy hill, to your tents. Then I will go to the altar of God, to God, my exceeding joy. I will praise you on the harp, O God, my God. Why are you in despair, my soul? Why are you disturbed within me? Hope in God, for I shall still praise him, the salvation of my countenance and my God. That was Psalm 42 and 43. And now from the Apostles, today we're going to read Mark 2. And when he entered again into Kvarnachum after some days, it was heard that he was in the house. Immediately many were gathered together so that there was no more room, not even around the door. And he spoke the word to them four people came carrying a paralytic to him. When they could not come near to him for the crowd, they removed the roof where he was. When they had broken it up, they let down the mat that the paralytic was lying on. Yeshua, seeing their faith, said to the paralytic, Son, your sins are forgiven you. But there were some of the Torah teachers sitting there and reasoning in their hearts. Why does this man speak blasphemies like that? Who can forgive sins but God alone? And immediately Yeshua, perceiving in his spirit that they so reasoned within themselves, said to them, Why do you reason these things in your hearts? Which is easier, to tell the paralytic, Your sins are forgiven, or to say, Arise and take up your bed and walk? But that you may know that the Son of Man has authority on earth to forgive sins, he said to the paralytic, I tell you, arise, take up your mat, and go to your house. And he arose and immediately took up the mat and went out in front of them all, so that they were all amazed and glorified God, saying, We never saw anything like this. He went out again by the seaside, All the multitude came to him, and he taught them. As he passed by, he saw Levi, the son of Chalfai, sitting at the tax office. And he said to him, Follow me. And he arose and followed him. And it happened, as he was reclining at the table in his house, that many tax collectors and sinners sat down with Yeshua and his disciples. For there were many, and they followed him. And the Torah scholars and the Pharisees, when they saw that he was eating with the sinners and tax collectors, said to his disciples, Why is it that he eats and drinks with tax collectors and sinners? When Yeshua heard it, he said to them, Those who are healthy have no need for a physician, but those who are sick. I came not to call the righteous, but sinners to repentance. Now disciples of Yochanan and the Pharisees were fasting, and they came and asked him, Why do the disciples of Yochanan and of the Pharisees fast, but your disciples do not fast? And Yeshua said to them, Can the groomsmen fast while the bridegroom is with them? As long as they have the bridegroom with them, they cannot fast. But the days will come when the bridegroom will be taken away from them, And they will fast in that day. No one sews a piece of unshrunk cloth on an old garment, or else the patch shrinks and the new one tears away from the old, and a worse hole is made. No one puts new wine into old wineskins, or else the new wine will burst the skins, and the wine pours out, and the skins will be destroyed. But they put new wine into fresh wineskins. Now it came about as he was going through the grain fields on Shabbat, and his disciples began as they went to pluck the ears of grain. And the Pharisee said to him, Behold, why do they do that which is not lawful on Shabbat? And he said to them, Did you never read what David did when he had need and was hungry? He and those who were with him. How he entered into the house of God at the time of Eviatar the Kohen Gadol, and ate the showbread, which is not lawful to eat except for the kohanim, and gave also to those who were with him. And he said to them, Shabbat was made for man, and not man for Shabbat. Therefore the Son of Man is Lord even of Shabbat. That was Mark chapter 2, and it concludes our readings for today. If you are reading through the Apostles twice this year, you'll be reading Romans 13 today too. I pray that you have a blessed day, and I just want to mention, if you would pray for um, a woman who is 30 weeks pregnant and very sick with COVID, that would be a blessing. God knows her name and where she is, And we can just pray together and believe that God will touch her and restore her to full health and keep the baby safe as well. Well, that's it for now. I'm Johanna with Daily Bread for Busy Moms. Shalom from the windy Judean mountains here in Israel. Until next time.